0: Today on the podcast, you'll hear a conversation from Better Together. Better Together is TBN's first daily original program made by women for women. They discuss faith, family, and so much more. No topic is off limits. Let's dive into the message.
1: Relationships have helped me with regards to spiritual growth, I experienced it recently Alex came to visit me um, I had covid uh, eight weeks ago nine weeks ago now and was hospitalized with a really severe case of pneumonia and it was it was a little tricky the first couple of days I was in the hospital and of course you're completely isolated on the covid ward and so Alex got in as being a pastor but they don't let you have any visitors I actually had one guy in a full-on a nurse in a full-on like hazmat suit and he came into my room in the Middle of the night, I thought it was a vision at first, and he was like, ah! Ah! You know, "Can I help you?" I was like, "No, don't touch a button. You're gonna kill me." He had these fat fingers in a suit, but but after I was in for a couple of days, I got I just loved my nurses and doctors. They um, they were lifesavers. Yeah. Um, But one of the nurses said, your friends have helped us so much because I have some long term friends in Nashville. And even though they couldn't come up on the covid floor, they were just I mean, they were all in and they were downstairs and they would bribe nurses to come bring me notes and treats. And I mean, they were just all in, actually, after I was in for a week, by the grace of God. I got my lungs back and could breathe. When we left the hospitals pouring down rain. I had a friend standing in the, you know, just in the median, the grassy median, outside the hospital, just raising her hand. She had found out I'm being released. And she's like, I don't care if it's storming. I'm gonna give testimony that God has given her breath. But this nurse said, Lisa, we, we don't experience a lot of connection up here because we're so isolated on the COVID ward. And she said, the fact that you had community that were they were so persistent yeah. in making sure you were cared for making sure you knew they were there and i said you know i by the grace of god i have people who when I'm lying flat, literally or figuratively, who say, we'll grab a corner of her mat and we'll raise her to the roof mm. and lower her to Jesus. And she said something that just arrested me. She said, we have found in this setting in the hospital that relationship makes a difference between life and death. Wow. And I thought, you know, that has been true of my life spiritually as well. There have been seasons in my life that I'm not sure I could have stayed faithful had it not been for some friends who told me hard truths, who were there in the dark when I didn't look so pretty or I wasn't um, doing anything that was laudable, but they just said, basically, we've got your back. You know, I love it when Peter, he's just betrayed the Christ and he's confused at the beginning of John chapter 21. And he says, I'm going fishing, days after his betrayal. And there's this tiny little verse fragment that I'm like, man, we could preach on that for months. And it says the other 10, they'd lost Judas Mm -hmm. by then, but the other 10 said, we'll go with you. You know, they didn't chastise him. They didn't say you need to go to a 12-step program and get some training and repent, come back to us in a year and we'll see if we let you back in our God squad. They just said, we'll go with you. One of my favorite, um, I love all these Uh, recently passed away theologians. I have platonic crushes on all the dead guys. But one of my favorites is a guy named Francis Schaeffer. And he wrote, our relationship with each other is the criterion the world uses to judge whether our message is truthful. Christian community is the final apologetic. Wow. Wow. How have y'all's friends helped you grow kind of scooted you closer to Jesus oh, uh, I wouldn't be here without yeah. my relationships and my
2: friendships and my sisterhood's yeah. you know that I have uh, they have been the ones to speak truth to me they have been the ones to step into my messes with me yeah. and say you know we may wag a finger and go your picker is off you yeah. need to pray yes. about that and yeah. work on that yeah. but at the same time they're the same ones that when it was time for me to move from the farm that I lived on for 20 years or more at the time. And I pack up all of my belongings because I was going through a marital status change. And my heart was just so, in the dumps and I'm like, God, I've served you. I've, yeah. you know, I've traveled on your behalf. I've written songs about you and never did I lie speaking the truth of who you were, yeah. but here I am now, you know, yeah. and I'm a mean? single mom. What do I say? What do I do? And I wasn't feeling so that I didn't feel like a, a post, you know, yeah. but these same friends were there packing up my junk and my stuff and cleaning out my attic and, you know, putting stuff in boxes and labeling them. And there I am sitting on the floor after a while, just being overwhelmed with 20 something years of stuff, you know, and I don't know what to do. And they're like, we got you. You know, they're the same ones who like prayed over me and talked me through and came over and and sat in the kitchen and just chilled, you know. And so I wouldn't be here today without real relationships, not just pseudo, how many friends do you have on social media? Yeah, right. And and I love my friends out there, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to me, the the real is those who will actually come and be there, the tangible, mm-hmm. those who will really, like you said earlier, carry your mat, you know, and yeah. take you to Jesus yeah. and say, here's your daughter. Yes. You know, I'm coming with her. And right now, all she has are sobs. She's Hannah right now. Mm, wow. She didn't have any articulate words. She doesn't mm-hmm. have a fancy song, okay. but she has some tears. Yeah. Yeah. Can you understand tear ease right now? Yeah. Can you understand her heart? Wow. You know, yeah. and, wow. and and they yeah. were diligent to do that
1: with me and for me. And I, you know, I think. Don't the Lord you of love them. those friends who don't look away? when you cry, but lean in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a real
3: friend. I, honestly, I need to share this because you're both here. And both of you at different times have, because you know, I think God just brings in friends mm-hmm. in different spaces at different mm-hmm. times when you need it. And you know, Nashville was a very lonely place for me. And I remember the growth that I needed came first with you because I'd met you in Australia. And it was when I was totally alone here and I was going through a huge, uh, it felt like a spiritual divorce, really, oh, yeah. from a church family. And yeah. um, you came in, and I wanted you to feel sorry for me. And you were like, oh, no, this is a promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were lit- and you spoke yeah. these words. And I was literally crying on the other end of the phone, going, I don't think I can do that. Yeah. And you picked me out of the pit, and you went. No, you need to lift your eyes, see it from a different vantage point. I see it from what you're, what you're becoming, because yeah. yeah. God's right. actually doing yeah. this.
1: Right.
3: And then, really, fast forward, then there was another setback, and I remember I'm walking through Publix, and I the wound from that. It was a severe wound. And Lisa just at random will pick up the phone. She's like, hi, I'm just thinking about you as I'm driving. And I'll be like,
0: "Well, wow, it's a yeah. good time. Yeah.
3: And I remember again, and you, you use the whole analogy of Cinderella right. and the, mm. the wicked stepmom. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I'm in Publix weeping because then my soul needed the yes. nurture in yes. that moment. So I had the challenge and then I had the nurture, but, but and it was the same wounding, but I, if I didn't have friendships or women in my life that could come in and just swoop in and go, hey, do not give up. This is not where you bow out. This is actually your growth point. Keep looking forward, keep going. This is just a season. And honestly, I just want to honour you both because Aww. you've spoken words of life and the church wouldn't be here today. If it weren't for you guys going, excuse me, you're not just closing a chapter, yeah, you're closing right. a book That's and God's right. writing a new one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like,
3: right. and, and so yeah. you need these friends. Yeah. They're gonna oh, yeah. challenge, but they're gonna nurture at the mm-hmm. you know at different times, yes. and it's helped me grow. And then now I look back, go, yes, yeah. I can <laughs> do you. this. Yes. And now I'm
1: that for somebody else. Yes. Right,
2: absolutely.
1: What would you, Brett, you're the youngest here. You've got the tightest skin and the highest metabolism. <laughs> um, and so I'd just be interested to know because you're, you're young, but you're grown. You've got an amazing marriage, five gorgeous kids. And God is using you in dramatic ways, but you're still, you're still relatively young. If you could go back to your 16-year-old self, and when you're kind of going, okay, who am I? What road has God called me to walk? What would you tell the younger Brittany now about the importance of real relationship?
4: I am fortunate enough to have friends who I've been friends with since I was in six, seven, yeah. I was young when I met my friends and they grew with me, thank God. But I would tell my younger self to not try so hard to be perfect. Yeah. To not try to be the fixer of everything. To not try to be the one to always lead and carry the weight of everybody else. Yeah. And to allow myself to be vulnerable yeah. with them in order for them to help me grow.
1: Yeah.
4: And um, I would definitely tell myself, because I went through a lot of season where, a lot of seasons where if my friends spoke something into me, it I don't know. They were afraid to speak things to me because it felt like, well, you already have everything together. You're you're a fixer. You help all of our problems. But there's nothing that we can really tell you. And, um... I felt lonely at some point because then I started crying. I'm like, well, who's there to save the hero? What? You know, I, and wow. I went through that season. It's yeah. like people have songs like, who's there to save the girl, you know, after she saves the world. And it's like, well, that's your fault. Yes. <laughs> you created that narrative. Wow, that's you know, you sounds. you put that, yeah. you know, on yourself. You wanted to be the hero. How does that feel? Right. You mm-hmm. know, and I, I really had to become vulnerable and realize that I don't know everything even though I felt like I did and just allow the people that God placed in my life to speak directly into my life to be able to help me to get to places to see things differently to help me experience different things in life that actually prepared me for ministry, right. prepared me for being a mom, prepared me for being a wife because I was able to see different
1: vantage points. Right. Yeah. Tim Keller's one of my favorite living theologians. And he, in a commentary on, you know, in Mark chapter 10, when you've got the transfiguration, but then you've got, they come down from the mountain and, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a, a train wreck because the disciples have forgotten to pray. Um, but, but the kind of the only admirable human in the latter part of that chapter is this really honest dad. And he's worried to death about his son. And he tells Jesus, if you wanted to, you could heal my son. And usually Jesus is... is you know, I've heard it, so many pastors preach, and they're like, "If, if," and I'm like, I don't think Jesus spoke like that to him. Based on the latter part of that passage, I think it, I think he was just filled with compassion, yes. because the man's response is, "Oh, I believe. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you. I believe you're the Christ. But I need you to help me in my unbelief." And Tim Keller says it's no big whatsoever. And, and, and of course, he heals his son. Right. Um, but Tim Keller says about that passage, and I think this is profound, he says, and it comes back to what you were just saying, he says, it is not holiness that is the first step to accessing intimacy with God, it's helplessness. Wow. It's acknowledging I can't make it by myself. I actually think some measure of that is true for friendship. Mm-hmm. I think for us to go, I need you to help me where I don't have it all together. I mean, I'm going to peel off my emotional spanks with you and show you the stuff I hide from the rest of the world because I trust your walk with the Lord. You've seen me crying at conferences we've been to together when I was in really broken places, and I trusted you enough to know you'll walk alongside me because you know where all the bodies are buried, basically, and I trust your walk with the Lord. I had a, a surgeon years ago tell me, that I was one of the worst patients he'd ever had. And I was like, well, gosh, that hurts my feelings. And he said, because you haven't been honest with me about where you hurt. Wow. And he said, based on your MRI yeah. and based on what you say to me, he said, I, I have been so confused wow. about your injury and it wasn't until I yeah. cut you open and got into your spine that wow. I realized everything wow. that was going on wow. because you told me it didn't hurt that much. Wow. And he said, you have not trusted me as your physician. Wow. And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought I was being a good wow. patient. You know, to be dishonest. And I've done that a lot in friendships. I've tried to be the non-needy one, the one that gives, the one that doesn't complain. And I haven't, what I've basically said to my friends is, I don't respect your walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because if we respect each other and trust each other, then I'll call you in a hard time and go, Lisa, I really need you to pray for me I think I think vulnerability is inherent in intimate relationship. 100%. who's spoken that to you or modeled that for you? Gosh, the the humility or just yeah. the, the the people. And then being willing to be weak in front of you.
3: A lot, a lot of people. I, I, I've We've, done that with you. Yeah, you have, mm-hmm, and I've mm-hmm. done that with you. Mm-hmm. It's been beautiful to actually watch, like somebody who I've looked up to actually, you know, someone who's older than me, who's walked miles ahead. But I loved when you allowed me into your life to speak into it. Yeah. And I think that shows great humility, mm-hmm. but it shows great strength too. And that you counted me trustworthy. I do count you trustworthy. And yeah. you know, and it's never gone anywhere. Never told a soul because it's yeah. private. And and I'm very careful, but I've seen that in a few people, actually, and I've loved watching the vulnerability. Actually, there's two friends in my life that I wish they would let me in, Mm. but they're like you used to be. Mm. And I feel like they're always the givers, but I feel inhibited because I can see things and I'm like, Mm. but you won't be a receiver because you always need to be the one delivering the word. The one delivering yeah. the prayer. Yeah.
1: And that shows an element of pride, not it humility. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make yeah. them admirable. Yeah. I mean, once you get past like elementary school, yeah. you just think liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah. You know, you want to go, actually, I would respect you more yeah. if you showed me where it you hurt yeah. and yeah. I could help. Doesn't mean you're less than me. It actually means you trust the God in me okay. to be able to maybe, maybe carry a corner of your mind. Because
3: yeah, I've learned to do that now. I'm like, it's all here. Yes, I, and I and I'm not. Yeah. Unwise, yeah. but I am. Ve- I have learned vulnerability is the key, yeah, right. It's the key, yeah. and in fact, I've done it in my church as a yeah. pastor. Right. There are very, very little do I see vulnerability from the platform. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about airing your dirty laundry yeah, exactly. in the process, it I'm not talking exactly. about that. Yeah. That's just that's right. not yeah. vulnerability,
1: that's but marketing, exactly,
3: or, or exposure, yeah, right. because right. I think that we have
2: a culture yeah. right now that has lost what vulnerability is, that's right. Exactly. So
1: it's exhibitionism at some level social media i'm like don't be sharing that on social media because if you're exposing yourself people feel like they need to cover you right
2: Uh, i grew up in a neighborhood where one of the there was a troubled young man one of my parents were like you don't walk down that street because he had a habit of exposing himself and so we have people on social media exposing themselves and calling it vulnerability but it actually vulnerability is actually where you are looking for a solution yourself is actually causing people to be voyeuristic right. and exhibitionist, and it's, well, not, it's not exactly to, right. to yourself rather than right. to Jesus. And spiritual
1: vulnerability yeah. is God and others centered. Yeah. It's saying, I need wrong. to be restored to God. I know you love him, and you can. It's not. Please feel sorry for me, yes. or go fund my heart. It's. He's the only one. He can heal me. Sometimes it's yeah. it's,
4: it's nerve wracking though to be yeah. vulnerable because oh. there is the element of oh, so risk. Yeah, yeah, but then there is. It's the risk if of If I share this, mm-hmm. right. how are you going to receive? Right. Are you going to keep it with you? Or are you going to share it with right. everyone else? And I just had to use wisdom and trust God. Yes. Right. And it was just kind of like you, you right. didn't want people to see, you know, your brokenness, but it's like, you know, God, if you want me to share this, you right. telling me confess my sins one right. to another so right. that we can grow. I'm like, well, I'm trusting you to help her keep her mouth quiet. Right. You know, shut. Right. You know, and I really had to identify the people who loved me so much that it's like no I just want to see you thrive. Right. You know, I want to see right. you grow and sometimes it's the very person that you might not have the most fun with or you right. might not feel like oh we are so connected but that is normally the very yeah, someone person committed to your growth to help right. you grow.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. We're so glad you tuned into the podcast today. Here at Miracle Channel, our mission has always stayed the same to reach every home in Canada with the truth about Jesus. But Miracle Channel's reach goes far beyond this podcast. Through our TV broadcasts, daily devotional, streaming service, and multiple podcasts, thousands of people like you are growing closer to Jesus every day. Learn more about Miracle Channel and download our resources by clicking the link in our show notes. We hope that you are blessed by this teaching today, and we wanna say thank you for listening to the Miracle Channel podcast.
1: Yeah, and that's and I, the key, as you said, they loved God yeah, and you yeah. used wisdom. Yeah, yeah. And if you pray about it and they love God, mm-hmm. and then they run their mouth and they are unfaithful, that uh, because I'm 57, it's yeah. happened more than once. Of course. But then you go, okay, God is sovereign, God is kind. I did pray about it, they mm-hmm. did did have a mature faith. Mm-hmm. Maybe He wanted that uncovered. Mm-hmm. And so the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't want so much covered. Y'all might, you know, y'all might be like, please put your pants back on. But there's part of me that goes, I don't want anything that I have to expend energy hiding. I want to go, you know what? It's all out there. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And so not on social media, not uh, not air and dirty laundry, but just going, there's nothing. Uh, In my life now, there's not too much, I mean, I'd rather, you know, not know the real weight of my driver's license, Mm -hmm. but there's not too much. You go, Lisa, I heard, Mm -hmm. and I would go, yep, did that. Sorry. Thanks for praying for me. Here's where I'm going. Because I'm like, I don't, I, you know, I want to be really slow to take offense and really quick to say, I'm sorry. And to say, maybe I didn't do that. That was gossiped about, but there's worse than that that God has chosen not to expose because apart from Jesus man I'm a I'm a train wreck waiting to happen in Christ I have the fullness of Christ God sees me as a royal priesthood apart from Christ I, I mean but by the grace of God I could have done just about anything absolutely
2: absolutely and I think yeah. the details of our stories are not always displayed to everybody exactly. but I'm like you yeah, I'll tell yeah, stuff you know exactly. yeah exactly because I think certain people like their fruit will allow you to know what type of tree they are. Oh, if true. they're gossips, then you know uh, you're not trustworthy anyway. You know what I'm saying? But I think the Lord will allow us to see that certain people are can be trusted. And yeah. for us it becomes that risk of then do I share yeah. certain things or certain details that I wouldn't tell the rest of the world, you know what I'm saying, yeah. with you. And and some of it the Lord may just tell us to Keep between Him and us, and keep it under the blood. Don't get your
1: hands bloody. Leave it there, you know. I had a message, Alex, you know this, because you're always preparing messages for every week, and I was going to a church that I just, I love the bride, so I love every church, but this church is kind of a, um, they're just special to me, I so respect their pastors. But I also wanted to be good. (laughs) And I had this message I felt like God would give me. And I mean, I thought this, like, That's this good. is good. This is going <laughs> to preach, baby. Yeah, this dog can hunt. This is good. And it was late at night. It was just two weeks ago. I was sitting in my kitchen island. And I mean, I'm on my laptop. And I'm like, I'm moved to tears. I'm like, I can't wait to bring this word. <laughs> yeah. And God just said so clearly, this isn't for them. This for you. This for you. He was oh, like you, you need to preach this to yourself. This yeah. needs to this needs to sit in the oven another decade or so because you don't have the maturity to, to, to yeah. preach this and I was like golly jeepers I thought but it's but you so good you to will. go, maybe, you maybe, will. but I thought how kind of You'll him to, tell to us when you do. Uh, yeah, it probably wasn't even that good. <laughs> I just was so convicted. I thought it was, but I think that comes with wisdom to go. Why am I sharing this? Yeah. What's the motive of my heart? The motive yeah. of my heart then was <laughs> to bring this inspirational word. And God was like, yeah, that's not why I gave it to you. Yeah. I gave it to you to change your heart, that's not good. to be impressive. And so you know, I think that would be a good thing for us to pray, yeah. Yeah. and to pray for the beautiful image bearers—the men and the women—and even a few, few teenagers leaning in. Even in the next few moments, um, God would give all of us an extra measure of wisdom yeah. that we would recognize we need each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's something like 85% of the imperatives in Scripture are given in the context of community. God makes it clear He's in us. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He made us in that image, so we need each other. We also need to have great wisdom and grace in how we build intimate relationships.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from encouraging speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.